This is for the simple. Yeah. We sipping in conversation. Oh. We sipping in conversation. Oh. We sipping in conversation. Yeah. We sipping in conversation. Oh. We sipping in conversation. <laughs> hey, what's good? I can't see myself. <laughs> Baby. Baby. <laughs> Sweetheart. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I mean, thank you. What's good, Simples? This is your boy, Buddha. And I would say over there is Baby, but she's kind of getting herself together. And I'm just going to go ahead and, and jump right into our guest. Well, hello. Hello. DJ. DJ. Yes. How are you? <laughs> I'm sorry for all the delay and confusion. But you are so beautiful with this Afrocentric look that you have going on. And there is my queen up there with the cheetah print. Yeah. Hey, baby. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Let me do this thing right, guys. I got to do this thing right for the energy and synergy in the house over there and here because <laughs> we're in two different places today. So I'm going to say, what's good, Sipper? What's uh -huh. What's good? <laughs> this is your boy, Buddha. And over there is the lovely baby. There you go. Man. There you, you go. That was an alley-oop for you, baby. The, day, the, the, show already, the show already started off where it did. So go ahead. Let me, let me go ahead and bring you in. Over there is the lovely baby. <laughs> <laughs> we live. We live and we doing this our way. Okay. So I'm gonna get back what into when you live and you have your own platform. Okay. Sometimes things gonna happen um <laughs> unexpectedly and you roll with it. We started the show on time. That we um, did. <clears throat> Somebody refused to steer. So unfortunately, y'all, I'm fussing and I'm on and I'm being fussed at. So oh. hey everybody. Y'all know what's good over here. You know what I'm saying? This your girl, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do. We get in there how we fit. What's good, Simples? That's coming in. What's popping? Why needle? That's my girl, Four City Row. Come on up in here. Tell us what you're sipping on. Baby, how was your day? My day was very tiring. It was interesting. I was I was having a lot of emotional outbreak. And then my, my anchor, my rock, she helped me, guide me through this morning. And I appreciate her 
for her wisdom and her love and her ears just to listen. Don't be trying to make me cry. <laughs> no. I mean, just tell the truth, right? In any relationship at this point, you want a person to be able to talk to, but also listen and don't judge you for how you feel because at the end of the day, they should have your back. You're right. And I, and I thank you for, you know, acknowledging that that's, you know, that that's, that's deep. You know what I mean? A lot of men don't always be in tune with their emotions. And so as I've grown and matured, um, you know, I don't minimize that a man does have feelings. So, and uh, it's not always about me in interjecting my feelings or, you know, it's, Sometimes you just have to have discernment and an ear for listening. And so that, that you know, I've come a long, mighty long ways. And I'm thankful for you allowing me that, that space to grow with you. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you what you're sipping on because I don't see no cup over there. Oh. Oh. We're going light, yeah. light. This is some Pinot. Oh, you doing a little wine? I ain't yes. mad at it. Cause I, I, I knew I was rushing and I wasn't gonna have time to do what I wanted to do. So, um, mm. Pinot, it is. Okay, okay. For me, just in case you wanted to know. Yes. I went. I went back to my teenage years. Uh oh, what you got? Some Cisco <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> You talking about the liquid crack? Man, that was a good one, but no. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, teenage? Oh, what, what? That's what Man, I was thinking. I, no. you, what else you thinking? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give y'all one more guess. There you go. I knew you were going to get it. I knew you were going to get it. Oh, I hit you with a little irk and jerk, man. Wow. The irk and jerk. <laughs> and some um and some uh peach uh peach tea. Oh, it's an interesting combination. But you know, they yeah. said that the E and J has actually evolved. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't had any in forever. Listen, man, everybody know you can get that half a gallon. <laughs> you can get almost a gallon for the price of twenty five dollars. That easy Jesus to really? do it to you guys. Back in the day, shit. Oh, that's yeah, why they back, bought back it. Then, back in the day, they bought it because you get the most bang for your buck. You get the, <laughs> you get the most bang for your buck, and you gonna get it strong, boy. I got mm -hmm. it, man. My first, uh, my first hangover. Hello, was was to that per to that that easy Jesus. Let me tell you, I'm gonna, while I have this young lady here on the that's in our thread, um, she's one of my people's from. Forest City Road, where I began to find myself. Um, mm. She and I used to drink wine coolers because her mama and her auntie, they were lovers of the Bottles and James. Uh, <laughs> what was the other one, Juanita? I think, but I think it was Bottles and James. And back then, you could send us to the store and say the mama told you to get the stuff. <laughs> Can't do that no more. So, we used to be, child, you, we, you couldn't tell us nothing with our little wine coolers, okay? So, okay. we've been drinking for a long time. She's been drinking before me, though. I was. Scared. I mean, 
Use the simple. Can't expect nothing. I was gonna be a simple. I was I was destined to be a simple. And you're great with your strong <laughs> arm self. She got one of the heaviest hands ever on a drink, boy. She make me. I mean, I be getting scared when she come with my drink. I be like, um, just bring me the chase anyway. <laughs> I mean, like, if you make a man a drink, Yoshi, don't you think you want to make it stronger than your drink? Yeah, because I'm a lightweight, anyways. So I know that if I think it's strong, just to add a little bit more for the man. Why is that? You trying to take advantage of them? Sometimes, but um, <laughs> I just feel okay. like you guys like a strong drink. That's just what's known, you know? You don't want to, you guys will send a drink back quick or ask mm-hmm. for a double or something. So might as well just try to get it right the first time. I get you. Touche. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take that. So how was your day, Yoshi? My day was good, just worked as usual. And I'm doing this detox, so trying to stick to that. Yeah. What are you detoxing from? It's a 10 day detox. It's really just like fruits and veggies and like drinks, but it's like on this type of schedule that she has you eating it on. But just, you know, a full body cleans out your system. But I like a detox that doesn't have you starving yourself like you're eating it's soups it's a salad it's whatever but it's very clean and it's um alkaline based is what how she has it so okay you know it's 10 days i'm trying to stick in there (laughs) what day are you on two (laughs) i got a way to go i started on monday and i cheated so I started over yesterday. <laughs> oh, you cheated. What'd you cheat? Would you, how'd you cheat? Yourself. What'd you cheat with? A French fry. <gasps> just one? <laughs> just one? I, I know not you didn't just one. No, just went, not, no. Not I one. I gotta make you I gotta make sure you tell the truth. Cause now you said a French fry, oh, meaning French. one. <laughs> a French fries <laughs> and a bite, a bite of a wrap. Oh. Oh, it's getting more. You get more out of this. The story is the plot. The plot thickens. <laughs> a bite. Yeah, because my had... friends try to keep me on point, but I'm just like, just don't come around me. You shouldn't have came to my house with that, and you knew it was the first day. <laughs> yeah, like you would have to shut down social media. You would just have to just go to work and come home, and nothing in between. If you're gonna do it. Listen, I went through my kit, my fridge, everything was just throwing out stuff. You know, not good stuff though. Like I wasn't wasteful, but you know, like get that out of here. So now um, it makes sense why you're not having a an adult beverage. Nope, not until these ten days are over. Because who knows what that's gonna do? I got water, you know, in my life right now. It's a, and that's that's perfectly fine. I'm enjoying so watching you guys. Okay. I won't disappoint. I won't disappoint. He definitely got you clearly on that E and J. Just saying. That's it. Right. You went hard. Okay. <laughs> Very hard. I wasn't expecting that, but we here now. So listen. Yeah. Hello out there to our YouTube family. 
hello yeah. out there to our audio <laughs> platforms. We are on all the audio platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, you name it, we're there. The only platform at this present time that we are not currently on is iHeartRadio, but look out, we're going to be coming, okay? Like uh, right now we are live on Facebook as well as YouTube simultaneously. So everybody come on in. Come on. We about to get into the show. So last week we went over some random topics. Mm-hmm. The first one was debate or argument. Where do you draw the line? All right. That was one. Next one. Can or should you teach someone how to communicate with you? Next one. This one was for the men. What areas are you unwilling to coach or waver from when dealing with the woman? And last but not least, are you open to learning new things? Is this a deal breaker when dating or in a relationship? Did any of those intrigue you? Mm. I mean, I have something to say about all of them. (laughs) <laughs> you, you, I mean, feel free. I'll pull. I'll pull the first one back up. Yes. Debate or argument? Where do you draw the line with a debate versus an argument? I draw that disrespect. Once I feel like it's about to be disrespectful, or you're saying something disrespectful, let's just end the conversation. Like I, I don't agree that a disagreement is a need for disrespect. You know, some people just because they disagree with somebody, they're just immediately gonna go for the jugular. It's like, we can agree to disagree. Like we don't have to like drag each other down, you know? So I'm just not, I'm just not an argumentative person, period. Like when I feel myself getting there, I'm like, you know what? Let me remove myself. Now I will argue, but (laughs) I'm just not, it takes a lot to like really get me there. Okay. I'm here for healthy debates. Yeah. You know, um, a healthy debate. Um, and I, and I, and the key word was healthy, uh, where we can agree to disagree. You can voice your opinion. I can voice my opinion. We can bring different perspectives to the table. And yet the resolve is that's how you feel. That's how I feel. Right. And like you said, where where I draw personally, where I draw the line is, like you said, one would be the the disrespect and disrespect from the perspective of you minimizing my opinion, mm-hmm. you insinuating that your your views is greater than me, mine, um, trying to overshadow my opinion, you know those type of things. And that's a form of disrespect. So that was yeah. just the in in depth of what my disrespect looked like. Buddha? Yeah. No, I'm 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 in line with you guys. Um when it when it becomes disrespectful and or my pride or my pride could talk for me because um I get into a lot of debates <laughs> where I get very passionate about it. And sometimes I don't know when to turn that off. Because <laughs> what happens you is you start getting loud. When it becomes this shouting match because you're trying to get your point across, no one's listening. 
the intentions is no longer valid at this point because no one's listening. So there's that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So can or should you teach someone how to communicate with you? Yeah. How do you feel about that? I think you can and you should because everyone has different backgrounds. So I don't, you don't know what someone else is used to, right? So I was telling someone once that I've never seen my parents argue, right? Like in like a real like fight. Now I know that they do, but now that I'm older, like I see the way they kind of maneuver around it. But, and there's like instances when I was younger that I'm like, okay, like something just went down in the room because they closed the door or whatever, you know, and we were outside playing or something like that. But I feel like, like, so for me, like arguing in a relationship is weird. Whereas like for someone else, it may not be, you know, and I think you sh that it's easy to communicate that with someone, you know, like, hey, I'm just not really used to arguing, you know, can we just talk? Whereas like, yeah, I argue and stuff with my brother, that's different or friends, but I've gotten to a point where let's say it's, we're having a conversation right now and he's over talked me, you know, I have gotten to a point where I'm like, you know, I just want to let you know, I feel that it's very disrespectful that I was talking and you cut me off, <laughs> you know, like just trying to really like teaching you that it's a calm way to teach someone instead of usually the old me will be like don't yell at me I don't like when you yell at me and you know this and this and this but now I'm like it just really bothered me that you cut me off I've kind of learned that way to do it so I think that yeah you can and you should teach someone how to communicate with you and learn your communication style yeah. you know Absolutely. everybody has a different style they like to communicate some people's purely body language you know you can just look at someone and they do that little shift and you're like oh okay like <laughs> let me let me you know <laughs> see what's going on over here <laughs> yeah. i hit you with one of them numbers folding the arms <laughs> yeah. the nonverbal is yeah is um one the majority of, of the conversation is big nonverbal that i had to um you used master to. especially in my <laughs> workplace You were, <laughs> you know, um, in, in leadership because yeah. if I don't like it, I'm sitting there like, and don't even realize my whole face done, or I done sat back. The face give it away all the time. Immediately. <laughs> so that, you know, that poker face is, is real. Okay. So I know you're not a man, but you can answer this from a from a female perspective, like on the outside looking in, do you feel that a man, um, you know, they they have areas that they're unwilling to waver from or coach when they're dealing with a woman? Like what areas as a woman that you would see, you would think that a man wouldn't want to deal with you? Well, not you personally, but just as a woman in general. I think after a certain age, a man doesn't want to discuss like personal hygiene with a woman because you would think that they should know you know I think that it would make them uncomfortable like you would just think like okay like at this big age I would think that you should know you know so I think that might be an area I really don't I think everything else might be on the table maybe I you know from my perspective I don't know what that's the only thing I could really think of like personal hygiene 
you would think that a woman would know that and a man would probably not want to, you know, well, my sister used to do this and trying to like coach him from a man's perspective on how to take care of herself. But um, that's really it. I think anything else, you if a man mentions it a couple times and then she seems unwilling to listen, then he'll probably give up, you know, but I'm sure most men may mention something that they notice. Like, hey, Hopefully they would. Went to the doctor? That's crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I, I get it. So for everybody, the original question is, what areas are you, and this was a question for the men, what areas are you unwilling to coach or waver from when dealing with the woman? So Miss um, Yoshi, Yoshi said um, she thinks, you know, that a man would be unwilling to, you know, coach you uh, about your personal hygiene. Buddha, how do you feel about that? About personal hygiene? Or just... Like her perspective of what, you know, because we didn't mention yeah. that. I didn't even think about that last week. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I don't know about that. Like at the end of the day, if you pussy stink, then you pussy stink. Oh. But are you gonna coach the girl? Are you gonna tell her? I yeah, think most sure. men are uncomfortable saying that. I don't think so. If they like to, if they like to go down and do what they like to do, they're gonna do what they like to do. I mean, it all depends on the comfort level of you and that person, right? Like if it's somebody. Okay, yeah. If it's somebody you just met, maybe not. But if it's somebody you've known for a little while, then yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're going to do it, especially if you love them. You should be able to have that tough conversation. And that and that's not hard to do. Like, you slipping. If you if that's your friend, you slipping. Those are the conversations yeah. us as men we do have. But I understand where you were going with it. Okay. And so the last question was, are you open to learning new things? And is this a deal breaker when you're dating or in an, in a relationship, the unwillingness to learn new things? I'm always open to learning new things. I'm very adventurous and it is a deal breaker for me. If a person is not open to trying or learning new things, at <laughs> least try one time to say you don't like it, you know, like you don't even know. Right. I mean, because clearly, if you haven't done it before, then how do you know you don't like something? And if there's certain things that I like, um, will understand, like, I'm not going to say you have to go skydiving, you know, but if you're not mm -hmm. willing to try anything, you know, like nothing, there's some people I've met that they're just not willing to get out of that comfort zone. And I feel like that would be a deal breaker in the long term, because what are we going to do in the long run? Just look at each other all the time? Right. <laughs> like, so that would definitely be, you know, be a compatibility issue. A compatibility issue. A challenge, I should say. Not yeah. an issue, but a compatibility challenge. Speak, brother. So you say adventurous. Like, what is the most adventurous thing you wanted to do? Um, I still haven't done the most adventurous thing that I want to do, which I, I have on my goal to get my scuba diving license. Just because I wear contacts and I just don't really understand how that will really work yet. Um, because my my brother and my father got their license. I know you have to take off your goggle at some point. I'm just thinking of my contacts or whatever floating off my eye. 
So I'm trying to figure that out. But that's probably what I would consider the most adventurous. I think a lot of other things just might be regular stuff, traveling or trying like foods, you know, not too extreme on the foods, but I do like trying different cultures foods and stuff like that. You ever thought about getting some prescription goggles? Yeah, but if I'm not dedicated yet, like, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Yeah, I would get prescription goggles, but I really just haven't done the research, honestly. You scuba dive? No, but that's something I would want to do. That's actually something I want to do, but I just don't know now since I went DC fishing and uh, I seen some things that I was like, I don't know if I want to be in that type of water. <laughs> hey, listen, when I'm out, when I'm out of control of me and things around me can dictate how I live because I'm in their space, I don't know how how comfortable I feel about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, this is me being out. <laughs> I can tell you right now, I'm not ever. That is never a thing on my bucket list to do. So, what's yeah. on your bucket list that's adventurous? Honestly, and it's the craziest thing because of my fear. I really do want to do the skydiving. Mm. <laughs> I draw the line. Mm-hmm. I, I I really you, what? Hold on, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Somebody draw the line. Not not Mr. Ventures. Are you drawing the line somewhere? I say Ventures. I'm not in the skydiving. I will go to the little, you know, the one that puts you in the little glass cage. I can get the right there in the little glass cage. I want to start with that. I do want to start with that. But I'm going to close my eyes the whole time anyway. Because I'm not, I don't even ride roller coasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. it, it, it makes me, you know, I have the, the what is it, the seasick? What, that, yeah. You know, Whatever that little vertigo is that vertigo? No, it's not vertigo. I, I don't know what it is, but I get motion I sickness. I don't yeah. I don't do well with it. So I may get on the ride, but I don't know what's happening because my eyes are closed from the time that thing starts moving to it mm. end. And I'm screaming as if I see it because it's a feel. Uh, okay, okay. I'll go, okay. but you just know that my eyes are closed. I had the most terrifying experience. With this one, rest in peace, Eric. Um, we were in Tennessee on this um, swing thing that takes you from one side to the other. Yeah. Um, you know how you go up to the other side of the, the mountain. mountain. Yeah, yeah. Like I actually started having heart palpitation just then. So there's no seat belt. There's there's nothing of security. <laughs> yeah. You just sit in this seat while this thing is moving swinging sure, <laughs> 600 feet in the air. Nah. More. Probably feet. It was hot. Trust and believe. I was splat. If I fall, if I fell out, um, I would say I, I'm gonna say about I say about sixty to seventy. No, no. You gotta no, understand. No. You you gotta understand one thing though, baby. Like 
it is going up a mountain. So the mountain is still going on the incline. So as you going, the mountain is still inclining. So you really wasn't that far away from actually ground. It just looked that far because you was going as the incline of the mountain was going. Don't believe I digress. We was probably <laughs> a strong 200 feet off the ground. Okay. I'll let you have that. Because guess what? Strong. I was right next to her. And she dug into me. So heavens, and I was the whole time. I forgot all about that, man. You so brave. <laughs> because they didn't want to we uh, the to get the car, the truck or whatever to take you up. Mm-hmm. It was like a weight or something. I don't know. So we just everybody was like, we'll just take the swing. But there was two. There was one that was enclosed, and then the uh, which was I don't know something was happening, and then the one we were on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the sucker stopped mid air because of the wind. That's why I would have got got. You couldn't do oh. nothing but pray at this. I point. was good. I was good. <laughs> Cried like a full blown baby. But see, like for me, I mean, I drew my energy from her, like so. I had to be the 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 that constant even kill person that she could draw that everything could be all right even if she was in her mom. She she was not okay. <laughs> At I wouldn't be either, honestly. That sounds so it sounds like you're afraid of heights. Me? Yeah. I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of the non safety of <laughs> The so you like roller coasters? I've done all right? the, yeah, I've done all the roller coasters and okay. all those type of things. Oh, I feel like I'm over roller coasters now at this point, honestly. But yeah. um yeah, I've done all the roller coasters and stuff. But it's the no seatbelt for me. Mm. <laughs> it was a no nothing. You were just sitting <laughs> like a like a swing on your grandmama in the porch. Mm-hmm. I get you. Just like that with a little bar. That just went across for you to just put your hands on it. Put and you. then that sucker rocks. I had your back though, babe. I was not gonna let you die. We were gonna die together. That was all mm-hmm. he had, okay? We was well, gonna end this thing. You know what? Each other. That'd have been a great ass movie later. You know what? Like the notebook, then sipping the conversation. The real movie. <laughs> no. I was terrified. <laughs> And we took the we took a van going back down because there was hey. no way going to blowing down is always the hardest part on those. Sides I wasn't gonna be able to do that going back. Wasn't gonna happen. Hey. Wasn't happening. So anyway, hey. enough of that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to get into what we talked about last week. It's your opinion. So we got mm-hmm. you here. Okay. Finally, now, let's get into the good part. <laughs> Okay. Who you is, girl? What's your name? What you do? Who you be? No. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us a young lady that um, met her a while back. Um, and then we crossed paths again. And then it was like, oh, this time it really like clicked, you know? And so I was like, you should come on the show, you know, because you do a lot of things, you know what I mean? And uh, I met her originally for a talent that she has and she's going to talk to you a little bit about that as well as expand on um, what she do in her real life. <laughs> I mean... What? 
I got a bone to pick, but I I, I let her talk her stuff. Oh, a bone to pick. Okay. Yeah, with you. Yeah, you. Down yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Which way is baby? Right there. Baby. She's over there. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> over there. We talking about you. We must be talking about bone with you. So my name is Kiosha. And people call me Yoshi, and I DJ under that moniker. Um, I was raised mostly in Orlando, um, went to FAMU, used to teach high school chem, and now I work as progressive in my day job. And I DJ and I have a bunch of other little projects that I'm working on that I'm excited about in my okay. creative side. And that's the short in short version. <laughs> okay. Um, in short, you say, but what made you get into DJing from the beginning? Um, my dad's a DJ. So I grew up with my parents throwing parties going to parties. I have cousins that DJ. So when I used to go to like Jersey and stuff like that, like my uncles and stuff DJ. So I come from a party family. Huh. So I wasn't DJing when I was younger. Um, I think at the time, like, you know, my parents are like, go to school, like, you know, don't want you to really get into it. But um, when I moved back to Orlando after school, I was at a friend's house and he had Serato up and I was like, oh, I can, you know, do this. And I was just, you know, playing around with it. And he was like, oh, you're good. Like you should come in open and at the club for me. So I'm more of a visual learner. So just hanging out in a lot of DJ booths. First of all, being underage in the club, you know, you get told like, you got to stand here, you know. Like your uncles or your whoever's like, you got to stand right here and this is where you are. So just visually seeing that in school, I used to hang with a lot of the DJs and stuff like that. So just being at the moon or whatever with Bo and just watching what people are doing, I kind of just caught on on how to use the program. And originally I just wanted to make mixtapes. Mix that was it. You know, so I was the person back in the day that was calling oh. 102 Jams and like recording it on the tape, you know. So that's what I was originally doing, and that's what I wanted to do. But um, yeah, it kind of got into the club, and I enjoy doing that. Nice. Yeah. Boo, do you got a question? Well, I Not mean, that one. Save that one for last. No, I just, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that question is my question, man. I'm I sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. So I'm going to talk about my bone to pick. Okay. Let's pick the bone. Let's pick that bone. So when she first <laughs> met me, she's like, oh, hey. And I guess I had on a jogging suit and we was at the Taco <laughs> Tuesday thing. And he's like, oh, hey. And I was like, damn, okay. But she knew baby, but she didn't know me, which is fine. I usually, That's how I usually get. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is. So then we go to, we go to a first Friday. I said, hey, I didn't met her now. And I said, hey. And she's like, hey, do I know you? <laughs> and, I, and I told her, honey, she's like, yo, you look mad different from, I guess I clean up well. 
<laughs> yeah. And I was like, we joked about that for a minute, but I figured that's where I was going to go with it. So, um, as a DJ, right? Yeah. Being a female DJ, what are some of the difficulties you feel you had to face in the industry? Um, I think originally, yeah, a lot of difficulties. So when mm -hmm. I first started DJing, there weren't that many female DJs at the time. So I think in Orlando, it was like myself, there's a DJ, Romy Lux. She was in Miami now. And then um, I started playing at draft with Pat and then I met Tamara. So mm -hmm. it was like a little window of people like not taking you seriously. You know, so I think at that time when I was playing, I didn't really see other, you know, women playing at the time. And then it would be, you know, one little one-off little like, oh, we're going to throw a woman in there. So it wasn't really like a a thing, you know, at the time. So it was really more doing more of the legwork of convincing that women can actually play events. So that was like the top thing. Um, the second thing was thinking I'm always like the DJ's girlfriend. So you're walking in and first, the first time I ever had a residency, it was at draft and I brought the equipment in because I was opening and, um, I opened for official and he said that he thought I was the DJ's girlfriend. Mm. And I was like, you thought that I was lugging in equipment for a man? Like, why would you even, like, how does that even make sense? <laughs> Why would I go out and be bringing in stuff? Like, no. So I got a lot of that at the time. You know, thought I was there for the DJ, hanging out in the booth because I'm a goofy girl, you know, trying to. So that's always, that was like the beginning issue, you know. A lot of times trying to introduce myself to DJs and they, you know, that I haven't met in different cities and they thinking otherwise. And it's like, no, I'm not trying to talk to you. Like, I'm not that forward. Like, please. <laughs> I think that's crazy, especially with the evolution of time, where yeah. you know, as as you would think the industry would be more evolved. And and it and maybe the industry as a whole is, but Central Florida may not yeah. be as advanced, you know, as as other cities, you know, Detroit, New York, other, you know, places like that, because I mean, you got MC Light. Yeah, women DJs aren't a new concept. What is a Spinderella? Yeah. Like, these are okay. not, this, like, they've paved the way, and I'm, and I know there's a plethora of other female DJs that are out there that are killing it. Yeah. You know? Um, I got another question for you before I turn it. Well, I got two questions, but the one she told me not to ask, I'll ask you at the end. Um, okay. So, um, I've been kind of perusing on YouTube, you know, lately. That's my thing in finding DJs. Do you have any mixes that you do that's on YouTube, and how can they get to them if you do? So, I do have to update all of my stuff. I've just been very busy. So the, the content that I have on YouTube is very old, like when I first started DJing. So mm -hmm. I have to upload more videos and stuff to that. But I do have a mixed cloud um, where I post my mixes. I'll probably start getting back on SoundCloud. In the beginning, SoundCloud really wasn't friendly to DJs. They would start um, 
pulling down your mixes, saying that you're using other people's music. Um, but I've heard SoundCloud has gotten friendly again. Um, but yeah, I have some stuff coming out um, next month, like more mixes that I've been planning. I just been super busy with work life, but now I'm. I know, can dig it. In the swing of things, so I have a lot of content coming out. I can dig it. Baby, you want to take it away, or you should have you want me to ask another question? No, you're fine. Um, what I was gonna say. So, do you have any anything that's coming up? Any events that you're participating in, or you know, any performances and so forth? Anything? Yeah. So I'm DJing at the arrangement. Um, it is on Memorial Sunday, so I'll be DJing at that party, which I love. It was so good last last year when he first came out with the concept. I'm gonna so, make one of those events. Yeah, I really like the the arrangement it was really nice. And I'm DJing what do I have in town? The community awards at the Science Center. That's at the end of June. Um and then I have a couple private events sprinkled in. So okay. very yeah. good. So how can the people reach you? Or book you. Um, yeah, social media, everything is DJ underscore Y-O-S-H-E. Um, booking info at djyoshi.com. Just so that's email. DJ underscore Y-O-S-H-E? Yes. Um, and that's your social media. Hold on. Yep. I'll make sure I put that up. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, hold on, babe. Booking is info 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 I N F O yeah at djyoshi.com. Okay. So relaunching a lot of things, relaunching my website. I have some great things coming up that I'm excited about. Okay. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. So, before Buddha gets to his very, 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 this is a good, he has a question that. Y'all making me nervous about whatever the question is. No, you can answer it. It's not a bad Y'all been been sipping, so, you know, who knows what's about to, that easy Nah, you can handle it. Trust me. That's in the next segment. That's in the next segment. These are questions that people can actually answer, you know. So okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Don't, 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 don't knock yourself. Trust and believe. It's, it's just okay. It's a thought-provoking question, you know. But oh, okay. It does. Um, it. You generally people are not ready, so you're good. So when, when you're out in the streets, you know, when you're doing your thing, how do you find that work-life balance? I don't. I struggle with that, honestly. I don't. But I like the company I'm working for now. So they know that I DJ. I just DJed downtown at the City Arts Gallery Friday before last for this art event um, called Fames. And, you know, I got that booking that week and I told them I had a gig and I got off work. Like my supervisor knows that I DJ and they're supportive of it. So I do like the company that I'm with now because most places are like, oh, nope, last minute, put in that time or whatever it is. But they're super flexible. Um, I've been working on work-life balance 
a lot. I have, I am trying to stick to like writing out a schedule and um, sticking to the plan, basically. You know, I struggle with it sometimes, but trying to make sure I stay on task with free time and making mm-hmm. sure my free time isn't necessarily free laying around scrolling social media and not getting my work done that's the goal right now <laughs> i mean this and, and you know i think it's a healthy balance to do the whatever and whatever mm-hmm. whatever what nothing well i call it nothingness and whatever yeah. nothingness look like whether i'm on social media whether i'm in my pjs all day whether i have uber eats bring me food I don't, you know, I just get up to go to the kitchen or the bathroom, you know, and I just do nothingness. Um, right. I, I like to incorporate those those days in in my in my my life because it helps me recalibrate, you know. Yeah. Um, I've I screen phone calls like you know it needs to be someone of importance. Um, yeah just so that I can have my work-life balance as well because, you know, like you said, with us being public, you know, with our podcast, it puts us where we may be invited somewhere or we may want to appear somewhere, you know, uh, because we want to make sure we're keeping our brand relevant and then we have our individual real lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we need to get us some us time. And then I need some yeah. me time. So exactly. it's like, mm, so okay. even if you write it down, do it on I make like it flexible. Sunday. I make it, I write it in pencil. Yeah. My schedule. No, keep it. <laughs> write it in pen. You know, put it in pen. Seriously, put it in pen. Write it in pen, with a pen, I should say. Because at the end of the day, you know that you have a, you if you don't have a goal or a target, then it's just like, I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? So just, even if you put down free space, write that mm. down, free space. Yeah. That's a schedule as well. Yeah. I agree. I like that. So don't knock, yeah. don't knock all the opportunities. Okay. But the, cre- the creativity does come inside of the rest, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know. Do you have children? No, I do not. Oh, see, you got a lot of. Oh man, she, she's a. I have godchildren though; they run me. Oh, you're a, you're a real gem out there, man. I'm sure all the guys are trying to, you know, knock the door down to get to you. Are you available? <laughs> I am available. I'm dating, but nobody's knocking the door down. I'm just looking what? at the door. We're just know. making sure because when, if and when someone asks. We want to be able to answer accordingly, and we'll we're gonna pre-vet them like a pre-screening vetting. I would appreciate that, actually. Yeah, I would so, appreciate that. Oh well, so let me go ahead and ask <laughs> the first question that it just popped up as you were talking. So, what's the hottest track that you like right now, you person? The hottest track that I like right now. You're a DJ, so it's something you like. There's a track off of Kendrick's new project. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's called Die Hard. There's one Die Hard and Purple Hearts that I listen to on his album consistently. Okay. Um, 
what else do I like right now? Honestly, I really just been listening to Kendrick since he dropped. <laughs> All right. All right. So you know, you know, because like music really uh, tells you a lot about a person and where they're at and the different facets of who they are. So okay. I get it. I get it. So now let's get to the the question. So when it's all said and done, right, and your body of work speaks for itself, what do yeah. you want people to remember you by? I told you. <laughs> you see that look on your face? What do what I want people to people? remember me by? That's it, man. This um, is the question. That I'm a nice person, that I was nice to everybody, and that I'm honest. That's, that's, um, I'll have to really think more deeply on that. Thank you for that thought-provoking question. But um, I told you. For the people I know now, I know that I'm a person that um, they know is honest. Like I get calls like, you know, tell me am I overreacting? Like, tell me what you think about this. Because they know that I'm, you know, straight shooter, pow, pow, if you really want the opinion, you know, and I have no problem telling my friends when they're wrong in a nice way. And I like friends like that too. Like my favorite people are the ones that do not sugarcoat, you know. Well, I know somebody who don't do that over there. That one, she don't sugarcoat. Me, I'm a finesse, but she, she's hard. <laughs> no, but I, I like that, you know. So I know that if I ask you an opinion, you are not trying to be nice. You are being honest. <laughs> and I like that. I'm not trying to hurt you. Right. But I am, but I am you know, um, giving you the tough love. Yeah. Especially if you are significant to me or you, you, uh, you're prevalent in my life. I mean, I would give a total stranger in my opinion, but, you know, clearly if I don't really know the intricate details of what mm -hmm. the mechanisms were that got you to a point, I can't really give you a full whole wholehearted opinion, but I I will do my best to talk you off the ledge whether yeah. I know you or not. You know, mm. I'm not going to push you over, but I will let you know it's a choice. If you're ready to risk it all and end it now, then do it with do it with your heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I get love, you. I love a tough love, you know. Look, I got three A tough kids. love with a little hug at the end? Let's do it. I got three <laughs> of them. And I was a teenager when I had my first kid. So I had to learn with my children. And so this, life is not fair, but there's opportunities and possibilities. Mm. Okay? And it's about how you what choices you make. And yeah. even right. when you don't make the best choices, life is not over. Right, right. That's you great. made it more challenging. Yeah, so you really get the lesson. Yeah. That's what well. I got. So listen, Buddha, I'm going to um, take a quick break because uh, we're getting close to almost the end, but we're going to talk, we're going to talk tonight a little bit and then we'll uh, move into um next week uh more in depth i guess oh, so yeah. i'll take a little quick break so i can go grab my own um, my get your refill, refill. i got right. you
I got it's you. It's gonna be a quick break, y'all. And hey, man, and, and and you're gonna enjoy the rest of the show, man. We're gonna just bounce ideas off each other. It's gonna be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that. I'll come right back. Y'all be great. Don't worry. The world is not ending. It's just real quick. Oh, this is for the simples, y'all. We sipping in conversation. We sipping in conversation. We sipping in conversation. Yeah, we sipping in conversation. What it is, or what it do, if your homegirl sipping, then bring her on through, huh? What it is, or what it do, if your homegirl sipping, then bring her on through, baby. What it is, what it do, if your homeboy sipping, then gon' come through. What it is, what it do, if your homeboy sipping, come through. What it is, or what it do, if your homegirl sipping, then bring her on through, huh? What it is, or what it do, if your homegirl Oh, she was a slender tender right then. Boy, a slender tender. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's why I'm on the detox. Yeah, oh, no, girl, you still beautiful for sure, man. Everybody uh, done been paint strong. For sure, um, especially, especially me. I'm an old dad, dad bod. Number 19. You know, I'm an old dad bod with the rod. You dig it? <laughs> what shirt you got on? Oh, I got on. I got on the possessiveness. It's not love. <laughs> That's what Show I got. Show your shirt, baby. Okay. See, now you're making me do something. I mean. So, possessiveness is not love. It's oh, a real thing out here in the street. It's a real thing out here in the streets. You know what I mean? People yeah. need to understand that. But I'm not here to talk about that unless we talk about that. Um, we, you know, we, we can talk about that next week. Maybe possibly mm-hmm. next week because you know to talk to 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 elaborate on possessiveness is not love. Mm. I think that's a topic that the people want to hear. But tonight, Buddha, run it. Yeah, what you? I got about you. Tell people. So I just wanted to be short and sweet. I really want to ask DJ Yoshi a real question. So. 
in the wake of everything that's going on in the world, mm-hmm. we are we on in a conversation. We talk about changing the narrative so much. So when a person says changing the narrative for you, what direction does your mind go? Mm. Changing the narrative on what? On um, myself? I mean, whatever on your life? mind, wherever your mind takes you at this moment. So I guess on life. Let's go with life. When I hear changing the narrative on life, um, to me it sounds like a person has had some sort of awakening and they would like to go the opposite way of whatever's happening right now, you know, just change the outlook and the view mm-hmm. um, of the topic, subject, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. So, baby, I'm going to slide that question to you. Hello. Boop. It's me, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when you speak about from a life perspective, when I think of changing the narrative, it is first and foremost assessing my life um, as in its totality and looking mm-hmm. at it from the areas of accountability mm-hmm. and addressing with myself, the being true to myself on areas that A, I was the problem, or B, I was part of the problem, which again, in turns, reverse back to accountability, right? Mm. And so when I think about it, I'm looking at how how can I make right in my forward movement for people that I've impacted because of those decisions and choices that I've made and so in order for me to change that narrative, I need to I need to make right. I kind of talked okay. about it. It's crazy. I mentioned this earlier in a post um, this earlier this morning and uh, and it was crazy, even crazier, even more crazier, because I did a live video in my ladies group about accountability. And uh, it was more like how can I not address something? How do you, you know, play that victim role? You know, yeah. a lot of times, oftentimes, people try to play that victim role. I don't want to say try. People play, they get in victim mode. Yeah. The mode of being a victim. And so, oh, woe is me. Now, granted, there are a lot of traumatic situations and I understand it wholeheartedly but Mm -hmm. at a point in time we as we evolve and evolve into being adults adulthood you start having the capacity to make choices on your own Mm -hmm. you become responsible for yourself not what your parents did or didn't do Mm -hmm. and so when that happens you now have to own those bad choices or it, it may not even be bad choices, just life life choices, you know. Mm. You gotta own it. And when you when you don't think of when you don't when you don't 
stand up and be like, okay, I was a part of it. And I apologize because I may have manipulated or persuaded your decision-making ability into my torment. Mm. I pulled wow. you into what I was, you know, in that point in time. And so, and I'm sorry because I did not afford you the opportunity to be a free thinker. I didn't teach you to yeah. be a free thinker. And, 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 and I didn't teach you to question me, you know? Oh. I only taught you, you listen to what I say. And what I say is Bible. When mm. you suppress that, and then when you go out into the world, you don't know how to be a free thinker. I can You're dig just it. a yes man. Okay. I can dig that. I can dig that. I'm sorry, I should have paused. It just, that was, that was deep for me. And I had so much, mm-hmm. so many different levels of confirmation today that I knew that this was a good, this was good. Sorry. You're fine. You had so to Bears and Bubbles was another confirmation this morning, too. All right. All right. Shout out to them. Shout out to them as well. So I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to kind of, you know, patchwork everything that I feel based on what y'all said and based on my own thought process. When I say change the narrative as far as life for me, um, the first thing that came to mind was a song that I heard back in the day when my dad was, you know, doing his thing. You know, it was Alan Hudson in the one way. And they sung a song by the name of uh, Always Seemed to Be Something in the Past That Won't Let It Last. It was a nice little slow, catchy tune. It, it, it hit me hard, but it kind of stuck. It sticks to me now more than ever because I have family, friends, loved ones, and, and people out of there that already has a preconceived notion of who I am and never going to let me live that down and be the person that I truly am now because I evolved into a, a different being. So how do I change the narrative on a people who view me as the old as the old person that I was? So when I said change the letter to my life, that's the kind of the first thing came to mind. How do I break through the chains of not being my father's son and being a grown man? How do I break the chains of not being that whole monger dog? Um, community dick and be a stand-up husband, man, boyfriend, and all the such, etc. How can I change the narrative for men instead of being dogs to being men are the prize? See, these are the thought processes that plague us as men, me personally, as a as being Buddha, Carl Robeson Jr., however you know me. And that was uh, that was my I, I thought process on the life of changing. Take it away, ladies. Can I add something to that now that I, um, I think I didn't really understand the question in the beginning. No problem. Take it. Take it. Um, I think when it comes to changing the narrative of your life, it's also envisioning or knowing the person that you really want to be and Mm. showing up as that person. Just like, okay, the person that I want to be you know, for me, the person I want to be, like, I've been working on that. So I do get up at five o'clock in the morning and I have been working out in the morning and I have been making healthier choices or being about my business. And I have my list of my 
desired life that I want and just making steps towards that. So I think it's also changing the narrative for yourself, um, mm -hmm. which is also changing the self-talk. You know, people always talk about like people who talk to themselves, but that's like the most important conversation <laughs> is the one you have with yourself and like those little thoughts that go on in your head throughout the day. So it's changing your personal narrative of like what you even think when you're what you're thinking when you're talking to yourself in your head, you know, like that's like probably the most important narrative that has to be changed out of them all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What you saying? Sorry. No, I'm just saying she's absolutely right. I'm just yeah. confirming what she's saying. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's, it is crazy because far too often people forget to look within and you know, and and I can't really summarize. I can't really go in detail because I don't, you know, I don't want to take away. But like I was, I mentioned bears and bubbles because I've been following this this couple for quite some time now, and they have a series called Bears and Bubbles. It's a little, it's a little um, very intense, quote unquote. But I could take it, you know, the the language and so forth because the I don't get lost in the the. The, what other people do I listen to the message yeah. um, and they were and today he was talking a lot about the oh, I don't want to misquote it but he was he was really talking about the ways of our thinking mm -hmm. how we think and what how our sensories are intrigued and there's this window where we get to build a momentum but we don't stay there long enough. And so because what happened is that past memory no. goes in and start thwarting that momentum that we're building for our new thing, you know? Yeah. And, and so when, when I think about when I'm changing the narrative, just for, you know, this just, you know, speaking in general, changing the narrative would, would, would require me to, focus hone in on a on, on on things and stick to it you know what i mean and it but then there's all these variables that come in or once upon a time we start mm -hmm. thinking about that once upon a time when things weren't so good and we lose it we lose focus right mm -hmm. And so if we don't continue to move forward. Like if you got a thought, of, if you got that, whatever it is, like I, that's why I was saying, give yourself grace, allow yourself grace, put in your little schedule, free space yeah. to be I mean, whatever it is. That That's a good, idea. That, that was a good thought. So I'm going to just piggyback off the actual grace thing. And I'm going to talk about um, <clears throat> us as a culture, as a culture. Do we really give do we really do we really give our people or people who wrong us grace? Not as a culture, no. I mean like but clearly I'm not saying that everybody's a Christian. But clearly on that matter, when they when they, they always asking the creator for grace when they make a mistake, but then when it comes to <clears throat> their fellow man who may wrong them or make a mistake with them, it's kind of like a 
fuck that moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, how dare you? I'm gonna you tell know? you, our culture is extreme. Mm. It's two things. Our, uh, this is my opinion for the people in the bike. Well, we are <laughs> two things about our children. culture. One, we're hypersensitive and we're right. hyper selfish. That's it. And we yeah. don't and, and the selfishness and is geared more in the sense of entitlement. And I and I'm gonna add to that because it's my opinion as well. We lazy, man. We don't want that sense of entitlement is laziness, man. We feel like everybody owes something as a culture. You know, I watch all these other cultures, man. They work hard. I'm not saying we don't work hard, because we do, but they work hard and they, they stick together. You know what I'm saying? We always at each other for some odd reason. If you see somebody come up and um just to say, I'm gonna use you for example. You out there doing your thing, you DJing, and then all, all in the back of the club there's another DJ back there. I can do that shit better. Instead of giving you the praise. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, she missed something over there. No, man. Just because you know that she misses it, you ain't got to tell somebody else that she missed it, man. They vibe and they dance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I've, I've, I've been in all such. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, this crab in the barrel mentality with our culture is for real. A lot of people just don't live in the reality of things. Because I've been in those situations, like you've said before, and I've had to say, like, Hey, remember when we all started, you know, like we all weren't great. Like, so <laughs> I don't I mean, judge nobody. I just try to help right. other people how I can. Like we all weren't great. We're all learning. Or uh -huh. some people can't separate um, the thought from the person. So I will use an example of the girl, Candace Owens. I don't watch a lot of things from oh. her, but yeah. a lot of people just don't like her as a person. But there are individual points that she has made that I'm like, I agree, mm -hmm. you know, but some people would just write her off, like, no matter what she says, she's wrong across the board. But if she makes a point, she made a point. You know, there's a couple of things that she's said, you know, I don't follow her, but, you know, somebody will send something to me and I'm like, you know, no, I don't agree with that. But yeah, she actually made a point right there. You know, like I can separate whatever feelings from someone actually making a point or, putting out a project or whatever their body of work is or whatever is happening, you have to be able to separate it. But it's mm -hmm. also growth in knowing that people are only judging it from the level of their growth and understanding too. So, you know. You can't even something. from the level of their growth. Yeah, like right where their understanding level is, they can't even see it. But later on, they're going to look back and be like, yeah, that was dumb. Because I have moments like that, you know, you can look at so many moments from childhood, whatever, we're all growing. But, mm -hmm. you know, I'll even bring it to like the Kendrick project that just dropped. Like so many people mm -hmm. don't like it. They're like, it's not, there's no club bangers. There's no, you know, whatever. I'm like, this man put out a project that wasn't rob, kill, still music, as I like to call it. He actually put out a think piece that is the point of view of a black man and his view of the black family and his, you know, the struggles that he's gone through growing up. Like listen to the album, I was like, dang, Kendrick went to therapy. Kendrick had a spiritual awakening. <laughs> like that's why I was listening to it, you know? And some people just really didn't like it, but I was listening, as I was listening to it, I'm like, 
I can see a play coming from this. Like this, he could actually turn this into a play. Like this is an art project. It's not a album for the club. There's clubs, there's songs in there that I'm gonna play. But when you listen to it all the way through, Kendrick puts mm. out concept albums. And even him just revealing in the album that he got molested as a kid, like how many rappers are really gonna come? You gotta listen to the album. There's a song called Mama, I'm Sober. Like Mama. my homegirl called me and was like, I cried. Like when I say he goes deep into black family trauma on this album, you have to listen, you have to listen to it a couple times because it, it, it like really takes takes a minute. I was probably listening to it. That's why I've been listening to it over and over again because I'm like getting more and more into the lyrics. I'm like, he went to therapy. Like this is his journal that he's re put over a beat. Like you got to really listen to it. <laughs> I, I, I'm Most men are gonna admit that, you know. I'm feeling you, and but it goes back to what we, what I, I guess what what I was talking about earlier about being stuck in a place. You know, Kendrick yeah. Lamar was stuck. They're sticking him. They're sticking him in a stigma of this is where you need to go. I mean, I used to. To add to that, you know, I'm an eight ball and MJG fan, right? Mm -hmm. and, they, and they, and at first, they were talking about pimp, pimping, hoeing, smoking weed, all that good stuff. And then, you know, you don't think this is 1993 when they're doing this. So you thinking about 2003, uh, about 2013, when they 2013 out, they're going to be talking about the same shit that they were talking about in 93. Like, right. come on, man. They got kids now. They got grandkids now. They got wives and lives now. And their perspective on life and has changed. Right. So why, put it, why, why, why keep us in those boxes? You know what I'm saying? How many times have, you know, for me, they like, look at me. Just even at work, man. The stigma of me at work. Yo, man, he, you know, he doesn't really care enough about his job about his sense of urgency because he walks a certain way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even, I don't know what to do, but the job gets done on time, <laughs> ahead of the time, every time. So the numbers say one thing, but you want to talk about how I walk. I get it. So guess what? I'm going to walk a little faster for you because that's what you need. That's what I need to do to change your perspective, but the job still doesn't get done the same. It's like a mind, old Jedi mind trick that you do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, it's crazy because we all, like you, like with the example, you know, your perception, it, it's, it, it becomes individual. Perception becomes individualized. It's subjective. Right? Yeah, it is sure. definitely subjective because what you see as urgent I could do it in two minutes, perhaps, you know, just an example. Mm -hmm. Or why is it now urgent because you slept on it for two weeks? Yeah. So now your lack of becomes my urgent urgency. And to say you, I got to do this. Which in turn, but then you get the accolades, you get the recognition and all the acknowledgements. You don't even acknowledge, you don't even show me I'm valued or appreciated for fucking saving your life at the end of the day. 
Because that's at the a, end of the day, what you're going to do is throw me under the bus as if you already communicated to me what was supposed to be happening two I weeks ago it. when you slept on it. Right. It. So when you start changing the narrative, you start seeing things differently. Absolutely. The perception changes. And, yeah. you know, you 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 start, and, and one of the things I mentioned earlier even when you begin to do things differently, more positively, people are going to remind you of where you were. They love they're to do it. To, they're not <laughs> going to allow your to shine. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, 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 and that's okay. Because that's just, like you said, judging from the level of your growth. Right? Mm-hmm. They have not grown. So instead of me putting my energy into where you are not I'm going to con- I'm going to feed the energy on where I am and You're right. where I'm going and that you is to come up and get it the narrative mm-hmm. because at yeah. the end of the day what they said I, and I said this in the post it's like about with, with AA I ain't never be y'all because I ain't got no problem okay I'm a social drinker all right buy your business but anyway Bye. But I got videos. <laughs> That's for Buddha. Let me point it over to him. <laughs> um, one, you need to uh, acknowledge a problem. Now, granted, I know that's where most people struggle. I ain't, yeah. I ain't got no problem. Yes, you do. Okay. And the people around you is full of shit too because they should have told you there was a problem. And then if all the people that truly loved you were telling you that there's a problem and you don't want to acknowledge it, you have an acceptance issue. Mm. And that's the next part of the AA. You have to acknowledge then accept. Right? Then you have to forgive. You have to not just forgive the people. Well, first of all, you forgive yourself. Right. Okay. Because mm. if you don't make right with yourself, you you can't be, it's, it's, it's no, it's nothing. You make right with yourself. You forgive mm. yourself for the damage that you may have caused. And then you go and you make right. That's why they give you those little chips and all of that. This is like little 12 steps. Yes, love. No, you're talking, but I, I'm just going to interject something at the end. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So once you begin to for, do the forgiving and the, you know, you've accepted, or, well, first of all, acknowledge, then you mm-hmm. accept, this is what it is. Now you got to forgive. You got to go into the forgiveness. Now, granted, mm-hmm. when you go out and you to, to rectify the harm that you've caused to certain people that were significant to you, you do that, they may or may not receive or accept your apology right but does that mean that you don't forgive yourself you know you fucked up Mm. you know you did that so you should not be swayed you already should be i know psychologically and uh, mentally chemical chemically i should say there's an imbalance so you know while you're going through your emotions and so forth it's going to be difficult but you can't you can't not change continue to change the narrative 
because there's too many people that have overcome drug drug abuse and alcoholism. They've overcome it, right? So yeah. your little simple, because you a liar, you a mm. cheater, and all of that, you could damn sure get past that. You know what I'm saying? A lot saying? of people punish themselves. community did. Right. Like, hey, 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 hey. trying to come down my little backyard here. Man. You, saying, like, you can get me on that. This <laughs> is going to, but what happened? But the biggest thing is, and I'm going to stop, is okay. when you're starting to change the narrative, you have to already accept that there will be repercussions, right? You just have to continue walking in the path of changing the narrative. And your right. actions will be speaking louder than the words. You don't have to go about, don't you see I done changed? People don't uh, give a damn about that. You can fry a chicken with your mouth. Ooh. I got you, man. So I'm, I'm going to slide in and y'all can have your comments on this. So I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate a, a little bit on, mm-hmm. on, on my favorite thing as far as changing that. You know, sometimes we get in life and we do different things and we live the life for a long time. When you have situations like you had a couple days ago um, in Buffalo, that reminds you, as much as things are trying to change, there's always things that are the same. And this is the and those things are what keep people from fighting a good fight, right? Because they always gonna see where you know this oppression, racism, um, and all this other stuff is still prevalent in society like how do we change people's mindset on how to how the world should work when they continue to do the same thing it's like <laughs> going on a hamster wheel and running this mar- marathon on a hamster wheel where are you going you ain't going nowhere and then you hear these these thoughts that we have and, and these thoughts that come to mind in everything we do in life like ain't shit changed everything's gonna you know ain't nothing new under the sun it's just coming back around, you know what I'm saying? All the fads, the clothes fads and stuff, they were once the popular 20, 30 years ago, and now they're popular now. So when you get these people who are stuck in these mindsets, who thinking that, you know what, you see, I was almost there. I'm going to march. No, George, when the, I can't breathe, guy died. I can't remember his last name. But George Foreman? Yeah, yeah, well, okay, that's not for him. No, that's the boxer. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> that's the boxer. That's that Ian Jay talking right now. Yeah. That's him, yeah. you know. But, <laughs> but no, like when he died, it was a big thing, right? And everybody was marching, doing the thing that they were doing, they fighting a good fight. But now that they had another shooting in another black neighborhood, and you're seeing all this, are they marching? You see what I'm saying? Are they doing the things as rapidly and as fast as they did it? Then you see what I'm saying? They was on that shit 30 minutes after the motherfucking thing was done. You know, like, oh what hell no, this is travesty. Whatever. This is a sad thing. Like what happened in Buffalo was really sad. Yeah. And it was giving us a few steps back. George Floyd. Yeah, Floyd. That was that. So couldn't get I know it was a George. I said George Foreman. And you and you start and you started the last and she didn't have me and Jay. She was on wine. By the way. <laughs> I don't retain a lot of information. 
But it's kind of, I mean, like in that situation, it's like we see these things and we kind of watching from afar, right? We're watching yeah. from afar to see how people, how these same people going to keep the same energy in other situations. And if they don't, they say, see, that's why I stay my ass at home. Or that's why I don't fucking vote. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think that that's a... Just a different It's a lot, but Mm -hmm. change always starts at home. You can't do a big national change until you do local change. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that, Yoshi, because (laughs) I was talking to someone earlier and I told them that and this is something I want to put on our show for the record. Yeah. Okay. Make sure that the culture understands that voting state and local is vital. Right now we are having a housing crisis. I'm saying housing as far as People can't afford to live in a house or an apartment. They're being expected to be paying three times their rent, right? So here's an example of something that is, you know, not just a life thing. It it pertains to life, but this gets, this becomes real talk, real life, real people. Okay. You're expected to make three times your rent, right? And so what's happening is so many investors have come in and they've taken over a lot of the communities and apartments and houses and so forth, right? Right. So right now, the federal level, they're not going to engage. They're not seeing a quote-unquote crisis because there's no housing boom. These investors, they there's, there's a way to manipulate monies and so forth. And so they got that under control. That's that's not where so the federal level will not become involved because there's no housing boom. Mm. So on a state and a local level, there can be a governance of capping how the rents and and you know um, how the how part there should yeah. there there but that can only happen from state to state based on a state and and a, and a local level of who's in office. So. I'm only saying that to say another Mm. methodology to change the narrative is be sure that you're going out to vote on the state and local level in Mm. order to change the narrative of what's happening in your state and or community. Right. It is imperative. I want to vote. A lot of people are voting, but, you know... Mm in the interim in between like i mean i know they strategically put those meetings while everybody's at work (laughs) you know i know they do that you know but we got to figure out a way like you know you look at videos of what they were doing back in the days and they had certain assigned representatives that's like you're going to take off work for that next meeting and this group you guys are going to go to this meeting you guys are going to take off work and show up the next meeting next month, Group B, we, <laughs> we're we going to show. We need some sort of plan like that so that we're consistently at these meetings and 
you know, mm-hmm. consistently playing a role in the environment. I mean, in our local, yeah, local environment of what's going on. You know, yeah. there's That's so many things that, that we don't. She? Yeah, You're even right. in the schools, I saw, um, I don't know what I was watching. I, I think it was out in California and they had like really bad fights at this one particular school. And they started doing like dads on the yard or something like that. And then the father, oh, yeah, um, you saw that? Yeah. And yeah. I would just change things, just being, you know, involved in that way. Just really the fights were done. You know, everybody's respecting themselves because the dads from the neighborhood were showing up like, nah, we're not having this. Yeah. Right. So we need a lot of that. There's so many examples around. It's sporadic, but everybody needs that in every community, you know. All right. No, and, that, and that is that's and that's what I mean. And the, you know, because our topic ultimately is about changing the narrative. So mm-hmm. instead of us communicating and complaining amongst each other, we have a voice. And this right. is and I'm just speaking from the culture. But if, if, you know, but if we talk about the people, the general population, the, 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 the less educated, the less informed, though, Mm. by way of reaching, you know, you on this podcast stream, by you sharing it, um, this allows for other people to actually begin to understand and possibly other organizations that are prevalent to actually understand that we are not sleep and we are not stupid. Ah. We see what's happening. All right. You know what I would love on a larger level that I've always said, but I don't even care. I, we're we're going to say it on the podcast because I'm sure that somebody's going to do it and we'll put it out in the universe and somebody's going to make it happen. But musically, when we see what was happening with the music back in the days, more uplifting, mm-hmm. more knowledgeable, you know, dropping certain little nuggets in there, you know, I, my wish is just to have a large, a large study, you know, just let's do a large study. And if we could get, you know, the higher up, the Drake's, the Diddy's, whoever, to call a big meeting. Yeah, to call a big meeting and say, hey, all that ratchet stuff that y'all want to put out, put it out by this date. Because let's say 2023, we're only talking about Ooh. black brands we are only Ooh. talking about you know uplifting our people we are only if you you can talk about dancing and shaking your your ass but how are you lyrically saying it without remember back in the days it was the wordplay like you had yeah. to you go back when you got when i got older i started listening back to songs when i was a kid like that's what they were talking about i did not know now they're just no wordplay you know so if I you only had a handful that just said what they said Right, right. Only a handful. So I would love for just a big social study to see if y'all only put out this type of music for a year or two, how would it change things culturally? You know, how would it change? They have over the music that they freaking put out. They don't even understand how much control they have if they were to drop those nuggets in there because they a lot of them don't do their history, so they don't even Mm -hmm. understand what was happening back in the days with the music. And but you know that what? once the powers that be realized how controlling the music was, they were like, nope, let's get them to, you know, rob, steal, and kill, and shoot each other. Like, let's, let's promote that. you X amount of dollars to do this. Right, right. This song. Yes. Oh, this needs to play. And then they play it on repeat. So guess what, Yoshi? <laughs> you have that power. You have the voice. 
to do exactly what you just said and reach those people that you need to reach. Eventually, I I'll reach them, but I've, I came out of that space musically, honestly. Like, the music that I always play now is, I mean, I ain't going to get rid of my classics. They're classics. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, so, now stuff that make me dance and get people up and a little more energetic, high vibe, that's where I'm at. So I got I got two on the list of changing the narrative. Yeah. And one I mean could help and the other one is just me being in my feelings. Okay? okay. The one that's in my feelings. I wanna fellas, I wanna start a petition. We need to change Father's Day from the third Sunday of the month to the second or first Sunday of the month so that we can have our own effing weekend instead of sharing it with Juneteenth. That's number one. Juneteenth deserves its own weekend, but us as fathers, we deserve our own. That's number one. People get on board with that. Number two. I get on board with that. I I, I would definitely get on board with it because I don't even know why they actually combined them on that day. I mean, Juneteenth is what Juneteenth is, but our day could be moved. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know if they'll move y'all day. But they definitely we'll just say we, we can make a special day and say Black Father's Day is on a different weekend. I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. Hey, man. I mean, we you know we get overshadowed and so and a whole plethora of things in life, and then it just makes us me and a few other fellows. I'm just gonna speak for them. Makes us feel some type of way where we can't really get the attention on us. You know what I'm saying? But can you not? How do you change the narrative? Okay, so it is what it is from a right. We just gotta vote. We gotta we gotta stand up. So you yes, you stand up. So you make sure that any Juneteenth, there's always some type of because of course we fought so we fought so hard hard for this this moment, right? I'm not trying to change that. No, I'm I'm just trying to change our day. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They probably never will. So how do we make you, you well, not you, but how do we make Father's Day still be prevalent? I mean. Well, fathers <sighs> stepping up, number one. I got you. I mean, that, that, that was my first one. Now, here's my second one. Now, this is interesting. So I, I propose, and this is the first time I thought of it, I propose us as uh, as a culture, stay our ass at home weekend, right? One week out of the year, stay at, or whenever we decide that we need to use this stay at home ass at home weekend, like right now, these gas prices are coming out uh, are insane, right? And we want changes in the gas prices, but how do we got to affect the change in the gas prices? We can't buy gas. So they're trying to push us to buy these electric cars, and that's not what we want to do, right? Not so we stay, can't afford it. Can't afford to do it. So we hit the stay-ass home at weekend. That means we get off work on Friday. If you off on the weekend, I know some people got to work. But overall, and we stay-ass at home, and guess what? Nobody's buying gas. Now, they got to hear us because they losing money. Just a thought. That's, that's really where you always got to hit people. In, in, the <laughs> in, pocket, their, in their pockets. In the pockets. So I, 
So I'm, I'm suggesting that. Stay ass at home weekend. You know, we can even do some shit like, you know, Zoom calls like you do the little R&B bingo shots out of the T-Games and all this other stuff. We could party ourselves off at the house on your own internet. And they ain't getting shit as far as gas prices. And then they got to come back and talk to us. Man, $4.10.30, that's ridiculous, man. You know we got to go places, especially if you live in Orlando or these these far-away places. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. I'm in in the ATL, so it ain't there yet. But it's getting there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Listen, and with the Father's Day, you can literally create your own day. So I didn't. I just found out about this maybe a couple of years ago about how they have. I think it's in the Midwest that it's Sweetness Day or something like that. That it's um, Valentine's Day for the men. But I want to say it's in it's in the Midwest, and I, you know, of course, from the internet, other people start practicing it now. But it's it's like in the oh. fall, like some in October, or something like that. And it's called. Don't Sweetness. worry. Sweetest day or sweetness day. Don't worry. Like you that. It's that. Valentine's Day for men, basically. Or, I'm you look know, just showing appreciation for your man or something like that. I'm a, I'm looking that, that shit up and I'm gonna blast that but shit I'm all saying, over. You actually just create your own <laughs> Black Father's Day. You just you just create it and everybody will fall in line. Trust me, eventually they will. It'll, it'll it circulate around. Yeah. People like it. Oh, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna take the same advice I gave you, and I'm gonna use that for myself. I'm gonna get with my my collection, my collective people or friends and men or prize people. We're gonna make that move, and we're gonna see how this thing worked out. That's what I'm gonna it do. Will. Yeah, I saw a girl post one time. It's husband appreciation day. She just posted it and was like, "Tag me in your post." And she was like reposting everybody on her story that was mm-hmm. like appreciating this story. And she just created it that morning, and people just followed too and started. I appreciate my because it ain't a real thing. She's not me. She just like I woke up this morning and decided this is what today we should appreciate our husband. And people followed, you know. So you create your day, create a little flyer. I'm I'm wear little. I'm I'm trying to stop using little. Like create your flyer. (laughs) Oh, you on the phone with your little little man group? My bad. Ooh, I be trying I, I, to stop using the word little. It's so hard. <laughs> all right. And I got one last I got one last thing, baby. And I, I would like to end it. I want to like to um add this to our show because I think it's it's dope and it's a little funky fresh for us. And since I got Yoshi, DJ Yoshi on the show, it kind of kind of gave me the idea. So yeah. as we do our shows, man, we we catch a vibe, right? So I want to ask Baby, what song of the day that kind of puts you in your groove today? Huh? Boom. You see how that worked? Well, the <laughs> song, song that I actually was um, singing today was um, Natural Woman. That was the oh. song that I actually had. That was a tune, like, this morning. That set the tone for my day. See what I'm saying? Now, this is going to be dope because Just every FYI. week it's going to be... Every week is gonna be something different. I'm sure, I guarantee you, because us as us human beings, we we go through all our different emotions differently, and we had we handle them differently. Like for me, it was uh hard to love by her. That song had me going through the throat going. I'm like, damn man, I'm really feeling that right now. So that was me. <laughs> Natural Boom. woman, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, I got you. Yoki, I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm, I'm assuming it was Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I, I would listen to that all day. 
Okay. And so, so people in the comments, what song had your vibe today? You know what I'm saying? Throw it in the comments and let us know. We might even listen to it to get the vibe and see if we could be on your level. Tune in. Understand where you was at in your mind. Boom. Take it away, baby. Uh-uh. That's on you, babe. You <laughs> that's dope, away. though. No, you take it. You ready to close it? No, we good. I'm good, man. I just, I, yeah, I mean, it's just... You be throwing me under the bus, Yoshi. No, I'm not. No, I'm just saying that actually, Yoshi, you actually helped me with that idea, and I feel like ain't nobody doing that right now. You know what I'm saying? We definitely need to hear y'all song of the day. Mm -hmm. And then hear it? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, hmm. everybody doing that. Like, I mean, like, listen, it's a song. Ain't gonna let us hold it on too long. That's well, I ain't gonna say playing it, but you know, we can oh, always yeah, talk about it. Oh, yeah, cut you off. Uh, with... <laughs> I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, play it, so but we can talk about it. We can talk yeah. about it, bro. Like, this is where it's at. If you want to catch that vibe, that's where I was at, man. And you <laughs> told me, you said Kendrick Lamar got a new album, right? Yeah. I heard about yeah, that. Yeah. I heard about the new album, but I just never watched it. I mean, mm -hmm. listen to it. No doubt. I'm with it's it. It's called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. That I think it's good. It was very, it was, yeah. I could dig it. I want to be able to, uh, uh, you know, get into it at some uh, tomorrow while I'm at work. Uh oh, mm. stop, stop, stop. And definitely like discussions of the black family, like <laughs> like, woo. He really put he really put that out there, huh? Yeah, all the way over there. Okay. But that's what we need. But that's what we need to be at, man. I, I actually did the same thing, even with this show. I'm a, I'm all about my own freedom, my own emotional freedom at these points of my in this point of my life because it helps me stay grounded and it doesn't create that high blood that the high blood pressure that the idea is some someday I can explode because I'm always constantly around people I can actually express myself and release that tension in other ways yeah. besides, you know, beating on the on the black woman or the on on a woman because they don't understand me. They don't realize that they ain't feeling where I'm coming from. And that yeah, can go I emotionally or physically or even spiritually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most people just really can't be or not they can't be, but we everybody has a struggle at some point just being themselves and accepting for yourself. I think mm -hmm. that's something Absolutely. that everybody is consistently just working through. Who am I? How do I present myself? Hope everybody else accepts it, <laughs> you know, type of thing. Absolutely. So, listen, we're going to close the show, right? Yeah. But before we get out of here, if you are interested in supporting the show monetarily, you can mm -hmm. hit us up on our cash app at dollar sign sip and combo. Okay. We are live Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, mm -hmm. You're more than welcome, and we are encouraging you all to support us with our stars. And if you are on YouTube, there are ways, uh, other monetary ways for you to participate with the super chats and so forth, okay? So please feel free to show your love and support for us as we continue on our journey to be the greatest, okay, in what we do. Because what we what we do, first of all, what's good simples? Ooh, what's we like the drink. Simples? 
We like to drink. <laughs> uh, it's real life, real talk, real people. Mm. What we, and 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 what 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 you mean by that, baby? Well, this real life conversations we having changing the narrative in all aspects of your life. Real talk, uh, right? Real I talk. got I, I got real one life. last thing. Real quote, DJ. Baby. I got a question from DJ Yoshi. Are you busy tomorrow? You got anything going on? Yes, I do. Okay. We'll get a chance to talk about that. But I know, baby, I know you got something going on. What you got going on? I'm glad you said that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Mm-hmm. So, tomorrow, we, I, will be at Novelty 101 downtown Orlando. Mm. There will be the Vibrations um body and soul edition which is a poetry night you can enjoy spoken words poetry singers live music food drink hookahs and dancing it is hosted by yours truly baby we're gonna have dj c nil and we have a live saxophonist mr vicente doors open at 7 p.m and the show starts at 8 p.m so for more information, you can go to the Instagram page, which is Vibrations Orlando. It is um, coming to you by way of KQ Entertainment as well as 3D Entertainment. And again, that is tomorrow, May 19th, Novelty 101. And you can purchase your tickets on Eventbrite. But again, it we are encouraging you all to um, sign up, you know, follow, like, follow, share. You know how that the, lang- the lingo go um, for on the Instagram page, which is Vibrations Orlando. Ooh, and that's why I was asking you, Miss Yoshi. If you wasn't busy, she go out there and check it out. You might like. If I wasn't, my goddaughter is graduating, so you know we got to. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of which, <laughs> the last of my the last of my little, my youngest daughter, <laughs> Lauren Marie, and I'm gonna leave her last name out. I'm proud of you. I know I ain't been the best father out there for you all your life, but I'm proud of you and I'm always gonna be there for you. Congratulations on your graduation. You turn 18. You worked hard, and I love you. Congratulations, Lauren. It's happening. It's happening. And she graduates Friday. So I'll I'll be in Florida for sure on Friday. (laughs) That was me trying to be real cool about being excited. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Y'all know I miss him. For the culture, I'm taking one for the team. Hey, man, if anybody, I'm, you know, there's a lot of big things coming out here in Atlanta. I haven't quite dove in because my partner crime ain't with me, but she'll be with me soon. And then we'll just keep working this thing like we do. Absolutely. Listen, it was awesome tonight. I don't know how you feel. You, you know, for me, it was awesome. I enjoyed the conversation. You know, it just allows yeah. us to just engage in those stimulating things and just be thought-provoking and so forth. So how do you feel about tonight? I feel good. I would love to come back, you know, another time. 
talk a little mm-hmm. more. Maybe next time I'll, I'll be able to sip, you know. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you, 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 you was over there changing the narrative. <laughs> oh, your body. Do you have mobile DJ equipment where you can probably do a little, Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I had to think about that. <laughs> I don't know about, you know, these, these people in these streets, they might not let you do music oh i know what you're saying yeah i don't know but if it's know. a mix they might you gonna have to you t- jump in and jump out because yeah. they'll get you, you got if you stay too long you know how them jamaicans do they like, i feel like <laughs> after the pandemic they have been lenient but i don't know i'm still watching to see because a lot of people get cut off you know, they I've seen them cut people Instagram lives for music like in the background. It's like nobody's been paying Which is so ridiculous day. because <laughs> you know, it is what it is. All right, so boom. But yeah. eventually for those these type of special shows, we will be airing them on Patreon. Okay. Mm. Because I, I feel that we're missing a target market that would be interested in those type of, you know, when we have certain guests, for example, our DJ Yoshi's come on the show and, you know, we can have a little 10 minute, five minute, you know, a little something. I don't know, man. The way she looking, man, I might need to make her my personal DJ, man. That little soul, that little soul action. She on. got going on as vibing. I gotta go check her old shit out. <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, Buddha is, is on his finesse. I'm not finessing nothing, man. You I'm just are. talking. But I'm here for it. Got to get the guy. Hilarious. Me too. <laughs> God damn. What's in this what Buddha, Buddha is Buddha. Oh. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna check her out. I'm gonna check her out though. I'm gonna check her out though. Like uh, on YouTube, is it DJ underscore Yoshi again? Let me make sure I bring that back up for the people in the bike. Oh, and I'm doing Juneteenth this year. Where I met baby at? You know, I'm doing the black. I don't know which one of the events that I'm on. I don't know how I skip that. But which one are you gonna do? Are you gonna be in a popka or are you gonna be downtown? The one with that Nikisha did. Um, I don't think they're downtown. doing it downtown. So yeah, I think part running, of it's downtown running, and they're doing in something the at the hall. Yeah, I'm doing there. Right? Yeah, I'm going to be celebrating Father's Day. How about that? <laughs> yeah, so you'll be with Ronnie and Nikisha. I ne- you know, I need to actually physically meet her. I've only been you know, hearing of her, but I want to shake her hand because I really appreciate what she did last, last year. And I enjoyed the collaboration with Ronnie, Ronnie Hartfield. Shout out to Ronnie Hartfield. He's been doing every, every belated birthday. Part of, part of the arraignment, mm-hmm. arrangement, excuse me, to arraignment. Lord, y'all ain't going to jail. Uh, arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that wine hit different, huh? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, arraignment. No, that ain't it. That's not the word. Arra- the arrangement. The arrangement. And it so- is 
it is, um, from my understanding, it is a very classy event, you know, very nice. The ladies and the men, they all get to be, you know, like that derby style dress code, right? Mm, I can dig it. All right. It's on you, baby. I, I lost your volume, uh, Yoshi. You lost volume. Uh-oh. What happened? I don't know. Yeah. Um, last year was garden theme. This year they're at the Lux store, the, that house or whatever. So, oh, okay. you know, just with the theme, you know, I like it. Something different. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I will be, I won't be here. So I can't, I didn't, I, that's why I wasn't going to be able to go this year. I uh, will finally get to go because I will be. Yeah, I'll be in Atlanta that weekend, Memorial weekend. So um, yeah, yeah, I won't be able to go. I was really looking forward to it, and I was like, yeah, I won't be here. That that's it is what it is. Because I was actually going to go. Yeah, he switched to Memorial weekend. See my baby. We'll have to do it another time again at the end of the year. I told him he the fall version, spring and fall. You know. That okay. would be dope. Spring, um, winter, spring, fall. Yeah, he could do that. Oh, you talking about me? Oh, okay. I, no, I'm saying like, no, I'm saying they when Ronnie gets when he starts getting, you know, uh, yeah. putting it together, winter, spring, and the fall. I could dig it, man. Those are good times, you know, because you're going to be dressed up, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get a little sharp or whatever. Outside of the first time she seen me on Taco Tuesday, I usually, uh, I mean, I like to dress up. That's <laughs> it. You know, I like, the, I like the different sides of you. I saw, you know, you have range. That's it. You know, the, you have range. Somebody finessing over here. No, anyway. You have now been tuned in to Sipping and Conversations with Buddha and Baby, and we had our special guest tonight, Mrs. Mm. Yoshi. Is it Kiosha mm. on social media? But for you, uh, for our listeners and our viewers, she is DJ Yoshi. And for booking, you can find her at info at djyoshi.com. Yes, thank you. Under, underscore. DJ, oh, sorry, I apologize. Social media platforms would be DJ underscore Yoshi. Y-O-S-H-E. All right. Okay? And if you're looking for her for services, again, that will be Info at djyoshi.com and that's Y O S H E. Understood? Yes. yes. For the service. Listen, next <laughs> week, same time, same energy. Ha ha. Sipping a conversation with Buddha and Baby. Stay on the. Oh. This is for the simples. Yeah. We're sipping in conversation. Sipping in conversation. Oh, we sipping in conversation. Yeah, we sipping in conversation. Oh, we sipping in conversation.
what it do If your homegirl sipping, then bring her on through huh? What it is, or what it do If your homegirl sipping, then bring her on through, baby What it is, what it do If your homeboy sipping, then gon' come through What it is, what it do If your homeboy sipping, gon' through What it is, or what it do If your homegirl sipping, then bring her on through huh? What it is, or what it do If your homegirl sipping, then bring her on through, baby What it is what it do if your homeboy sipping then gon' come through? What it is? What it do if your homeboy sipping come through? Oh, oh, oh. We sipping in conversation. 